Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by Witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. He is a young African-American male. By the time he hits trapped, he might be dead or live in jail. And he found his life of crime when they said no child left behind. He's an American too. She is 90 with dementia all alone. Well, her family couldn't take it, so they put her in that home. And now she withers down to bones. At night she gently moans. She's an American too She is a young monger refugee She's four with a child If her daddy finds out He will go insanely wild They say they understand her plight Call themselves the Christian light She's an American too And all they Good. 
Reverend Don Lewis coming to you from beautiful Florida. And this is Elder Talk Radio. And as you know, if you follow Elder Talk Radio, what we do uh, is that um, the Corellian First Priestess, Lady Stephanie Neal, um, Paladin General, Sir Ed Hubbard, um, First Elder, Lady Alyssa Maxenkamp, and I each month speak to a particular subject from our own different points of view. And the reason that we do this is to show that within the same tradition, there can be differing points of view depending on how a subject is approached. And our subject this month is the Corellian tradition itself, which actually makes the point of this program all the more relevant because what does it mean to belong to a tradition? Well, the answer, at least from a Corellian point of view, is it does not mean being a cookie cutter like every other person in the tradition. It's an individual who is part of a tradition. And so there must be room for differing opinions, differing practices, uh, so long as they don't violate um, the core teachings of the tradition. And this is one thing that I think as a tradition, we have been perhaps different in our thinking from some other traditions um, because we definitely believe that there is room for a wide range of people and a considerable range of point of view within the tradition. We don't expect everyone to be the same. We don't expect everyone to get along uh, in a personal sense. We do expect them to get along at a tradition level, however. Uh, violating the serenity of the tradition is actually a big no-no in the Corellian tradition, uh, which includes things like infighting. There are better ways to handle such things, but you don't have to like each other to use better ways to handle things. You just have to have enough respect and civility. So we definitely, like any other world religion, we have a range of personalities, a range of ideas, and we have people who are not, that, not always that fond of each other, and others who um, are incredibly fond of each other. But this is what it is to be human. And if a tradition cannot serve humans, there's not a lot of point to it. So the Corellian tradition uh, was founded in its current form by Caroline High Corell. Uh, the date given is uh, September 4th, 1879. Um, this followed a number of things that had happened in um, the founder's family in the decade of the 1870s. Um, my understanding has always been, the Corellian teaching has always been, that the tradition was founded out of older things. But in its own right, it starts then. And part of the foundation of the tradition had to do with... Um, um, the death of the older people uh, in the family who had been part of that older familial tradition. And of course, the Corellian tradition itself was a familial tradition, but it marked itself as separate from what preceded it. What is a familial tradition? A familial tradition um, is made up of members of the same family, either by blood or by adoption. And in familial traditions, it isn't necessarily that every single person is practicing at a high level. Uh, it's usually a certain number of the family who are actually practicing magic, actually 
working at a high level of theology in any familial tradition, um, because not everyone is cut out for that. And so not everyone born into that family will have those skills. So you'll see that certain family members um, will be the vessels of the tradition, for want of a better way to put it. Now, in the 1970s, specifically 1979, although we'd already started the process, but officially we moved from being a familial tradition to an open tradition. Um, in February of 1979, February 6th, 1979, the ruling was made. Uh, but the dancers of Shakti Temple had already been serving uh, a wider um, group of people than just the family for several years. Dancers of Shakti uh, was at that time around five years old. It is still in existence. In fact, it's one of the hosts of the upcoming illustration this year, uh, 21 Aquarius. It's seen a lot of changes in its um, many years of existence. But uh, but it still is there. And it was, for want of a better way to put it, at the time, in the 70s, it was the public branch of the familial mother temple. Uh, the mother temple itself still largely functions as a familial temple uh, rather than as what you would uh, expect from your ordinary public temple. Um, and the people who practice um, within the mother temple uh, are mostly people who, who um, would, well, all Corellians are family, but it, it's the highest level of the clergy. And uh, Mother Temple is involved in the illustrations uh, and uh, also has regular meetings between uh, the first priest and first priestess. Um, the other firsts uh, less regularly, but still frequently. And that is mostly what the Mother Temple does at this time. Uh, historically, the tradition focused a lot on psychic skills, on teachings about death and incarnation, um, on magic and healing, just as it does today. Um, but certainly our teachings have deepened over the years, and that is to be expected. So, for example, if you went back to the founding of the tradition, there were probably a lot of things that are here now that weren't there then. Nobody exactly kept records of... Um, what was imported at one time. Uh, but, for example, one of the foundational aspects of the, of the Corellian tradition as it stands today is the creation story from the Vangelo de la Strege, uh, which entered the tradition in the early 1900s. So it was not there when Caroline founded the tradition, but she found that um, it was something that, that, in her mind, articulated our understanding of creation and brought it in uh, through... Uh, her Aradian initiation through Lydia Beckett. And um, if you were to look in, say, the 1930s, you would have seen a very strong influence from, um, from Asian religion, from Buddhism, um, from things like Theosophy, uh, Theosophical Society, um, and other things that were common, common and popular at that time, they were also brought in. And what has happened over the course of our history is that um, the leadership of the tradition are very much of the belief that we do not merely transmit knowledge, we expand it. And so as they find better ways to state um, our beliefs, our theology, our practices, and as experience also widens our knowledge of these things, of course, things do change. Uh, if you read the five mystic secrets, 
and then read the first degree lessons, you'll find that our terminology has, say, has changed substantially since the 1980s. But the ideas have not so much. It's how we, how we speak, and then that's partly because of how the wider, how the wider world uses words. Um, and so from a Corellian point of view, a tradition is not an immutable thing. Uh, it is something that lives, that grows, that expands. Um, generally does not contract, but does expand. Um, and so we would expect, for example, um, as a conscious incarnate, when we return in our next life to the tradition, which is part of the teaching of conscious incarnation, uh, I certainly don't expect it to be exactly as I left it. I would expect that knowledge would continue to expand, that ideas would continue to deepen, and that the tradition would offer more to its members uh, the longer it continues to exist. And so as a tradition, we do not work merely to carry on what went before us, but to provide more for those who come after us. Um, I would not say that this is necessarily a universal point of view among traditions, but it's ours. And if you are in our tradition, that is what you can expect to happen. So do not think that there will be no innovation. Do not think that, um, that, that there will not be changes in, in certain things because times change, people change, level of education change, and experience level changes. And all of these are things we pay attention to. And if you were to um, look at the Corellian tradition today versus even 20 years ago, you would see some substantial changes, especially in our temple-making process, uh, which has greatly deepened and which I expect to continue to deepen um, in the order of deemsters. 20 years ago, there was no order of deemsters. Uh, the order of deemsters came about uh, to answer the need for a way to more effectively uh, enforce our, our, um, our rules about clergy conduct. And those are stated very clearly in the first three materials. So if you've become Corellian clergy, you know the rules. They're there. Um, but um, if you go back before 20 years ago, we were a much smaller tradition, and chances are the first priesthood would have observed anything uh, that was inappropriate for themselves. That is certainly not true now, and so we have deemsters who are occasionally asked to investigate um, issues of wrongdoing. Um, and that can be a wide range of things. And it doesn't really happen that often if you consider the number of people that are in this tradition, but it does happen. Because if someone, if someone makes um, a credible accusation that someone has violated our rules, we must look into it. But prior to 20 years ago, we did not have it a particularly formal way to do that. Today we do. Um, prior to 20 years ago, uh, if you were going to found a Corellian temple, it was just a question of whether you had the training and then you went and did it. Uh, today, uh, it is administered very differently and it must be decided whether your group is ready to move forward in the temple making process. And temples today start as Wiccan shrines, move to proto temples, and then move to full temples. And they do that as they mature and acquire the skills necessary 
to actually operate a full temple, which is not necessarily something that you can do the first day you open your doors in an effective way. Uh, so this is something that has changed in, um, in the course of our history, and uh, many other things have, many other things will. The one thing the Karelian tradition does not believe in is being a fly in amber. Um, and although if you look at Karelian teachings, the period of our origin in the late 19th, early 20th century is very clear in our teachings. Uh, if you're familiar with with, um, with how, ch how things changed throughout the 20th century, you'll notice that we tend to have some of the older ideas, but we still modernize as we go. Because one, the one thing that changing and expanding does not mean is losing your core. Um, rather, as we expand our knowledge, as we change certain practices, um, we do it so that we can be truer to our core and better express it. And um, the core of the tradition today is still really what it was when Caroline began. And it's the things I spoke of earlier. Um, and we are very strong on um, the nature of incarnation and reincarnation, the nature of the universe and magic, the practice of magic and psychism, which is also very important to us um, because we really regard them as the same skill, magic and psychism. But you can read about that in, in the first degree materials where we talk about it at length. Um, magic is the active use of these skills Psychism is the more passive use of these skills, but they are, in the end, the same thing. And um, one of the things that defines Corellianism is the idea that you can look at any given thing from many points of view, and it can be the same thing but look different. The best analogy of that is the diamond analogy of deity, uh, that deity is a diamond of many facets, and every facet looks like a facet. And it looks um, individual. They can look very different from one another. But they're still facets, facets of the same diamond. And um, when teaching, for example, about the planes of existence, uh, we speak of the same thing. We work with a system of seven planes. There are other people who work with, with um, systems of 12 planes, um, I think I've seen people go, go all the way up to 18. Probably others have gone farther. And the reason for this is that the divisions are really arbitrary. It's a continuum. Um, we make divisions between the, uh, the planes for our convenience. And when we look at the planes from different levels, we see different things within that continuum. But in the end, it's all one continuum. And how you make your divisions um, really is based on what works for you. Um, or at a traditional level, what works for the tradition. So these are some aspects of the Corellian tradition. Now, one of the things I wanted to speak about in this broadcast is why a tradition is important. A lot of people who come to metaphysics don't want to commit to anything. And that's part of the path they're traveling, and that's fine, and that's their business. Um, but there are certain advantages of belonging to a tradition. One of them uh, is that you're not standing alone if there is trouble. The Corellian tradition prides itself on being a family. 
uh, a structured family, but a family. And the Corellian family was always highly structured in ways that um, that are different from many other families. But but that's that's another show. But um, by belonging to the Corellian family, if you have questions, uh, your siblings can, can give you answers more easily um, than if you were standing alone. If you face difficulty, often your siblings can help you. Um, our teachings, we were speaking of expanding and deepening, with so many people involved, we have greatly sped up that expansion. One of the things about incarnation and moving forward is that the more people working on any one project, um, the more activity there will be, at least if they're genuinely working on it. And in this case, for example, our order of world walkers has far more people than it ever had before the great expansion. Um, and those people are working with the existential mysteries of existence and certainly broadening experience and knowledge in doing so much farther than the very small number of world walkers who formerly existed could ever have done. Um, our high priesthood is much larger today and they're learning through experience uh, things that um, I as an individual, for example, or Lady Stephanie as an individual, or Lady Crystal, um, would have taken much longer to have to learn. Um, as individuals, because we would not be able to be capable of that level of activity on that number of fronts. And so we learn a lot of things faster than we formerly did. This is part of the value of being part of a tradition. The biggest value, of course, is legal. Uh, the Corellian tradition is the Corellian church and has all of the um, rights and prerogatives of any other church in the United States. Uh, we also have legal standing in some other parts of the world, not many yet, but some, and most other parts of the world um, have reciprocal agreements to where they will acknowledge, to some extent, our clergy anywhere in the world. Um, not always equally and not every part of the world, but many. Um, and as I say, in some, we have established specific legal um, existence in that place. Um, although laws vary greatly from one country to another. But by being part of the tradition uh, in the U.S., you have, and, and some other parts in the mostly English-speaking world, uh, you have the protections that come from belonging to a legal church, something that, um, that does not come to belonging to such an organization. And this can be very important in one's practice. Um, we have many support materials. We have all sorts of social platforms for our people to interact. These are also benefits to belonging to a tradition. So I feel that there are many benefits um, to being part of the tradition that uh, are well worth having. And um, I think above all, however, is the support and encouragement of our global family. And, um, well, there we go. <laughs> that uh, I think that is most of what I would have to say on this subject. Uh, but 
the most important parts, again, are the benefits of belonging to a tradition uh, that structure brings, including legal benefits, and the fact that our structure is not immutable. We change, we grow, we develop. And this is the nature of life. And any tradition that claims to be immutable and never changing is either lying or dead, one or the other. Because as long as there is life, there is change, whether you admit it or not. Uh, we believe in admitting it, embracing it, and glorifying it. Uh, so, as, for example, technology has evolved, we have evolved with it. Um, I've seen others who seemed incapable of adjusting their practices to the changing nature of the world, and many of them are no longer there. We believe in adjusting to the circumstances we are in, um, not living forever in 1879. So, again, these are the things I would say about our tradition. I hope that you have enjoyed them. And uh, until next time, may you blessed be.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.